Hello, lovely English learners. Today we'll learn lots of COVID-19 vocabulary and we'll look at the story and origins of the coronavirus and we'll look at some interesting, funny quotes from this period. Can you get the coronavirus by eating Chinese food? Can I get coronavirus from a package being delivered from China? That's a great question. We'll also learn lots of new vocabulary, including symptoms, asymptomatic, contagious, origins, patient, intermediary host, patient zero, social distancing, historic, and frontline workers, which we will review at the end. Hello, I'm Tristan and I've been an English teacher for nearly 10 years. On this channel, I speak about different topics in simpler English so you can pick up new language naturally. Please like and subscribe to help this channel grow and so more people can find it. Okay. Let's talk about the coronavirus. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. There's a new idiom for you. The elephant in the room means let's talk about the, the big thing that's there, the obvious thing in front of us, the thing we cannot ignore. The elephant in the room is COVID-19. At this point, many of us have been affected by the coronavirus, or we know somebody who has been affected by it. Our everyday lives have changed, and we don't know how long for. This is a historic time. Historic is an adjective for moments that are important in history. Examples, 9-11, and the end of World War II were historic. And so is COVID-19. What are the origins of the coronavirus? Origins meaning where and what something is from. Most people agree that the origins are in China, but we cannot be 100% certain. According to the American Veterinary Association, COVID-19, as well as SARS and MERS, have its origins in bats. We do know that the virus cannot transfer from bats to humans directly. There must have been an intermediary host. Intermediary host meaning another animal between bats and humans, an intermediary host. The most popular theory right now is that the virus was transferred from bats to pangolins or dogs and then to humans. The earliest confirmed patients. Patients is a noun for people who are sick in hospital. The earliest patients were found in Wuhan, a city of about 11 million people in eastern China. The earliest patients were linked, were connected to a large live animal and seafood market where they may have sold pangolins and dogs. So the most popular theory right now is that the origins of the virus were here. 
an alternative idea, an alternative theory, an idea that a few people believe is that the virus's origins are from a scientific laboratory. You might have heard this from a laboratory of virology. Virology is the study of viruses. The laboratory was close to the live animal market in Wuhan. Here they do bat coronavirus research. Donald Trump is, of course, pushing this idea for political reasons and propaganda, but many scientists disagree with him. Christian Anderson, a professor of immunology, speaking on VanityFair.com, he says, scientists mostly do not agree with this virus from the laboratory idea because the virus needs an intermediary host. It needs a mammal between bats and humans. Most likely, most probably, a pangolin, which is a mammal with scales on its skin. Anderson says there is much more data much more scientific evidence saying the virus came from nature rather than in a laboratory. He says it's much more difficult for a virus to develop, spread and infect people in laboratory settings than in nature. But we can also say lab instead of laboratory, which is the short form of the word. Again, according to VanityFair.com, a French doctor said he found a coronavirus patient in France as early as December 27th. And British researchers said they found evidence that maybe the virus was infecting people, making people sick in other countries months before. It's extremely difficult to find a patient zero. Patient zero is the noun for the first person to get a disease or sickness. Anderson says it's pointless. There is no purpose in trying to find a patient zero because there are so many possible patient zeros. Please leave a comment and join the conversation. How do you think we could better control a pandemic like this in the future? I'd like to hear your ideas, because it seems the world was very underprepared this time. Next, what is it? What are the symptoms? Symptoms are a noun, meaning how does it affect your body? Symptoms. According to Wikipedia, the symptoms are 88% of people get a fever. They get a fever, which is a very high body temperature. 68% of people get a dry cough. <coughs> okay, a dry cough. Actually, 5 to 80% of people are asymptomatic. Asymptomatic is an adjective, meaning they have no symptoms. So most people are asymptomatic and don't know they are carrying the virus. Other symptoms are fatigue, which is tiredness, uh, difficulty in breathing, muscle and joint pain, sore throat, headache, chills, 
which is when you shiver, chills, like, yeah. Usually you get it when you have a fever. Other symptoms include coughing blood, vomiting. It usually takes five to six days for symptoms to show, but it can take up to two weeks, according to Wikipedia. The virus is contagious. Contagious is an adjective, meaning it can be easily spread from person to person. According to the New England Journal of Medicine, the virus is contagious and can survive outside of the human body in air for about three hours, on copper for up to four hours, on cardboard for up to 24 hours, and on plastic and stainless steel for up to 72 hours, which is three days. So how do they recommend we stay safe? I'm not a doctor, but I can read. And I can summarize what the World Health Organization, the WHO, what they say on their website. They say, regularly wash your hands with alcohol-based hand rub or soap and water. Practice social distancing, which is keeping at least, at least one meter away from other people at all times and avoid going to crowded places, places with lots of people. Avoid, meaning do not. Do not touch your eyes, nose and mouth. Cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze and put the, the, the tissue in the bin immediately. Finally, they say to stay at home if you have any mild, minor symptoms, such as a cough or a headache or a mild fever. If you have a fever, a cough or a difficulty breathing, they say go to the nearest hospital or call the doctor. Okay, let's quickly take a break to cheer you up a bit. I'll show you the top four uh, ridiculous, funny, or classic quotes I've heard about COVID-19. Can you catch the coronavirus from eating Chinese food? Some people were wondering back in February. Can you get the coronavirus by eating Chinese food? Two, can you catch the coronavirus by ordering a package from China? Can I get coronavirus from a package being delivered from China? That's a great question. Corona the beer kills more people than the virus. This was a, a classic quote from Eddie Bravo, a comedian and podcaster. How much, how many millions of dollars has Corona beer lost? It's like tens of millions of dollars, right? More people die of Corona beer than of the virus. That's a fact. People getting drunk on that shit and have liver failure, you know? He's talking about alcoholism here and uh, liver failure. This might have been the case when he said it in early March, but I'm not sure it's the case now. Corona beer is a very popular drink from Mexico, and actually the sales of it fell massively. They fell off a cliff. In the two months after the spread of the virus, 
the Corona company had a 170 million US dollar loss in China alone. And 38% of Americans say they would not drink it just because it has the same name as the virus by coincidence. And it was the top selling imported drink in the USA since 1998. Donald Trump said, if you like inject disinfectant, the virus disappears in one minute or two. Right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection? Many people found this to be shocking because it's not true. It's not true, okay? He said that this with no scientific evidence, and he later said that he was being sarcastic. Sarcastic uh, is an adjective, meaning he was, he, he was joking. He said, it, he said he was being sarcastic. Uh, one thing you see everywhere on social media is people who have earned so much respect in this pandemic, in this mass illness across the world, are the frontline workers. Frontline workers are people who work in emergency services, nurses, doctors, ambulance drivers, police, supermarket employees, bus drivers, uh, cleaners. Every day they've gone to work. They've put themselves at risk put their own health at risk and their family's health at risk to do their job and serve their community. And they usually get paid less than other people. Remember that? And other people who have been safe in their big houses, thousands of these frontline workers have got infected. Many have lost their lives. And I hope this pandemic will inspire people to better respect and appreciate the vital, the extremely important work frontline workers do. Time for the vocabulary review. We'll review the words symptoms, asymptomatic, patient, historic, contagious, patient zero, social distancing, and frontline workers. Okay. What is the noun for the effects of an illness? For example, a fever, a cough, or a runny nose. Symptoms. Symptoms. Please use your beautiful voice to repeat the words with me to improve your pronunciation. Symptoms. Next, what is the adjective for if somebody is carrying an illness, carrying a sickness, but has no symptoms. Asymptomatic, asymptomatic. Please repeat. Asymptomatic. What is the noun to describe someone who is sick and staying in the hospital? A patient, patient. Example, there were many patients in the hospital when I visited. What is the noun for the first person to develop a new disease or a new illness? The first person. Patient zero. Patient zero. 
Okay, the noun for keeping at least one meter away from people and avoiding places with lots of people. Social distancing, social distancing. In a sentence, we say to practice social distancing. Example, my sisters are practicing social distancing in England. Next, the noun and umbrella term we use for nurses, bus drivers, doctors, ambulance drivers, etc. Frontline workers, frontline workers. Next, an adjective to describe moments that are very important in history. Historic, historic. Examples, the Battle of Waterloo was historic because Napoleon was defeated. Next, an adjective for if an illness can easily be passed from one person to the next person to the next person. An illness that can easily be transferred. We say contagious, contagious. Example, the flu is contagious. We have a very interesting episode. Next time, we'll go around the world speaking to friends in the USA, in the UK, in Italy and China about their experiences in lockdown and in quarantine. So please like, comment, uh, subscribe to this channel if you like, if you like this style of your necessary listening practice. Please listen to this episode as many times as possible so you can better pick up new language. And remember, all these videos are available as podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other major podcast apps. So you can put me in your ear, a friendly English voice, and uh, practice your listening on the way to work, on the way to school, while you whatever, go fishing. And finally, please look after yourselves. Play safe, and I wish you good health. Okay, see you guys next time.